0: Now we're recording.
1: Oh, it's exciting. Hi, Max. Hello. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: I am very good. I'm very excited to have you on our little podcast episode for our performance nutrition course. Mm, I'm buzzing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Very excited. Well, I think basically we just want to know all of your secrets, but the subtext to that is just to understand what it is like to live a high performance lifestyle. So... Give mm-hmm. us an insight into what kind of environment you were exposed to at an earlier age or a bit of an insight into that.
1: Um, so if we bring it all the way back, I so I've always been in sports, mm-hmm. always loved sports, been active. My sister, who's four years older than me, was very active as well. Ah, okay. um, but when I used to go on skiing mm-hmm. holidays when I was about four or five uh, onwards, and then from there, my sister started going to the local dry soap at Hemel, She, yeah, she started enjoying that. So she did uh, a bit of some of the races uh, on the weekends and then I started turning up as well. Um, And then from there, we kind of, well, long story short, got into ski racing. That was my main sport for throughout my teens and then up to when I was 20. So throughout school, from secondary school, I used to spend three weeks away on average and then come back for a week and then get all my schoolwork in that week and go back out Three or so weeks, and I was basically based in Austria, oh, wow. um, from when I was around fourteen, fifteen, and before okay. that was slightly Italy, but it's, it's uh, with the British team, etc., and some of the clubs within the British ski sort of clique. Okay, and then from there, did some international ra- international races. We had the Youth Olympics, the World Junior Champs. That was probably the biggest thing I did. Um, so I've always been into. Uh, High performance sport, I guess, and then from that, it's gave me lots of opportunities with strength training, Mm -hmm. uh, discipline within training, routine, knowing your body, knowing what you shouldn't shouldn't do, how to work around things, management within a day. Um, Yeah, many skills I now uh, am very happy that I got.
0: Amazing. So it's safe to say. Did you say four to five years old? Uh,
1: This was when I just literally just went on a skiing holiday. So okay. just started skiing, yeah.
0: Right, but mm-hmm. you've been exposed to skiing as an environment competitively for a long time um, in
1: your childhood. Prob- yes, a very long time. Perried competitively since I was about 10. Oh, wow, okay. On to 20. and I played a bit of rugby when I was back home. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go to uh, uni once I stopped skiing. So I had two years full-time after school. And then at uni, played a bit more rugby, kind of exposed myself to a sort of different lifestyle, uh, university, yeah. student. Yeah very different but it was good like really enjoyed it
0: how did you manage that change or well,
1: um, as a different
0: environment i guess
1: yeah i loved it to be honest it was yeah total change like mm-hmm. everything was new it was wicked going to luffer as well yeah lots of sport very there nice. gym's massive um uh, very high performance there as well so it was cool it was a cool switch and then going to Martian after uni mm-hmm. Doing a bit of snc at bedford blues while i was doing that and then doing full-time martian it's yeah it's been wicked wicked Amazing.
0: journey i mean 10 years in competitive skiing that's a, a long duration i don't think people maybe if they just kind of come across i guess your content on social media appreciate how long you have been trying well, a- actually achieving a high performance lifestyle, yeah yeah such.
1: definitely when i got well got into social media i guess when i started being more consistent with it yeah I was it was only maybe two years ago when mm. I, when I started Martian, so before all this uh yeah, I was basically a ski racer that was my that was my thing that was my identity at that time um and then yeah, I guess I just went into a new sort of path and that was that was where I went
0: How was it leaving skiing? How did it feel?
1: um it was quite weird I think I think everyone get is well. Obviously, I haven't retired th- from anything <laughs> yeah. yet, but I think it'd be a similar sort of feeling. You'll, you've done something for so long, drilled into you, everyone knows you as that person. Mm. And then suddenly to have that change, it was quite it was quite weird. I didn't really like it at first. It was yeah. kind of like I just um, lost a bit of me for a bit. But then you kind of find your way, you get into new things, you kind of accept that you've changed path and why you changed it, the reasoning behind it. Um, and then you ca- you build from there. I think it was a great thing to do. I'm really happy that I did do it, Yeah. because nice. obviously the reason I was thinking about it, th- I wasn't 100% in that I didn't really want to carry on. Mm. That's why I obviously changed. Yeah. Um. So doing that, it was true to myself, and then I came able to actually pursue something that I wanted to do.
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, why is it you think you are where you are at now in terms of? Yes, I guess, given, given who you are as a person, the habits and behaviours you buy into each day? What would um, you say as a result of you being
1: here? Uh, I think I've been very lucky. I think, uh-huh. yeah, I wouldn't say it was down to everything that I've done, but I think very lucky to meet people such as, such as Ollie. Yeah. been in links with Ollie's brother, Charlie, through rugby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, I went to school with uh, Elliot, his younger brother. Oh, okay. So in terms of going to Martian, it was, it was amazing. Cause obviously I was, it was, you were building so much. you The, the level of coaching there is unreal. It was, it was yeah. a massive, uh, how do you say it? I was, I was in a baptism of fire when I went there. <laughs> yeah. I was very overwhelmed. It was, and obviously when I started, I was very shy and I still am. Well, I'm not like overly yeah, extroverted, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was massive like I found it very tough but especially very like developing I found it really really cool that I was able to like gain confidence um get used to that environment kind of stay uh content in that environment and then build from there it was yeah I think I'm very lucky to have that network and and people around me especially with that routine that lifestyle
0: what was it that felt slightly overwhelming giving context to the environments that you'd obviously been exposed to. I mean, like, oh, they're obviously completely different. But is there any like what? What is it you felt was Overall, challenging? Like
1: challenging. The most challenging thing was probably um, being like the
0: people element of it, or just yeah, it was more like the social
1: what? like communication side of things. Uh-huh. So al- always, be, I've been fine. You put me under a two hundred kg b- back squat, <laughs> I'll be fine. Like, yeah. I'll be all right. I'll worst is gonna happen. I won't pick it up, but like much more comfortable in that environment yeah. whereas if you put me in front of a front of a, like a crowd yeah. you say uh 2 years ago I I would shit myself it'd be horrible <laughs> yeah it was itchy <laughs> and I still wouldn't like it say but but I really like trying to develop in those areas yeah so I hate the feeling of being really uncomfortable in something in, no matter what it is okay so say hands down walks maybe 6 months ago ah uh, yes or well still kind of developing that but that's fine yeah. um anything like that so for me it was it was public speaking okay really didn't like it hated it i'm uh, still kind of getting used to it but i always wanted to be able to express myself in front of people so being able to slowly chip away at that and see like myself come through mm-hmm. other people give give feedback of that and then gradually build the confidence to be able to do that and it's got yeah, massively satisfying. So in anything I do, I try and make sure I don't ever feel that feeling. Or if I do, I want to do extra things to make sure I don't ever feel that in that specific thing.
0: Nice. I mean, yeah, you've, you've grown an incredible amount. And I think, I don't know how long I've been there since then you joined. I must have been there maybe a year or so before you came on board, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. Potentially, but to see yeah. you guys, as coaches, yeah, in terms of your confidence... The soft skills, I think, as a coach, don't get spoken about nearly as enough as they should do. Mm. Like, coming into the fitness industry or... And I think certain careers, like, I guess, me in veterinary nursing and you in skiing, they almost kind of hinder you from doing that and embracing those kind of elements. Do mm. you think if you were still skiing, you, that wouldn't be the case now? Or, like...
1: Um I can't say, to be yeah. honest. I'm not too sure. I think... I think it definitely it was like an everyday thing. Like every day I'd I'd go in to to the gym. This was when I was doing like work experience. Yeah. And I I'd, I'd have to like really push myself to try and try and speak up and be um be well, classic case. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah. But I had to try and really make that the norm of being like outspoken, mm-hmm. commanding, kind of not not being, not getting overwhelmed by it. Sure. And it, was, it wasn't it was like um, I got it straight away. Definitely like chipped away. You'd have some moments where you felt like, oh, didn't do very well there, blah, blah, blah. You okay. kind of pick up on it. But gradually you do get the gist of it. And there'll be the little pieces just one time in a day when you think, oh, that was okay. And then you get gradually, gradually better. And then suddenly you're miles away from where you were before.
0: Comes your new normal, I guess, to some extent, is not
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, which, yeah, is wicked. I think it was probably one of the best things I've done because it carries over into many other skills within just life in general. No, That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, taking us back to your comment on handstand walks, I know that has been a personal conquest of yours to kind of progress with. How does sitting with something that you feel you're not good at or like something challenging sit with you? Like how do you take on the challenge of, or how, yeah, how comfortable is that?
1: Uh, it's, well, to not
0: be good at something, being you, Max. <laughs> you <know. laughs>
1: well, I'm definitely, definitely You're pretty good, good at everything. Oh, mate, I wouldn't say that. I think, uh, yes, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Similar to what I was saying before, is, I don't like the feeling of not or, well, se- not being good at something or also just not being comfortable with something. Yeah. So having that there, I just want to do, do more in that specific thing. So I'll try and go out of my way to do maybe potentially another session, in, incorporating that. Or just yeah, working on that skill specifically, and then hopefully over time, that'll just become one of the things that I can do. And then it's yeah, I don't see it as a as a problem. I think right now it's just something that I need to focus on.
0: Would you say you're pretty good at appreciating the journey as opposed to like the outcome goal? Like
1: yeah, yeah, I think I get a lot more satisfaction from the journey of it. Yeah, and uh, it's just it kind of gives me a kick up the arse a little <laughs> bit just to crack on with it um True. and yeah it's 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 like it's like a big reset as well you kind of think right i've got to actually put the work in now to to try and get that up build that up so i don't get into that situation again it was similar to um it still holds me day. it was nfg um in bournemouth okay. bournemouth sevens yeah so the last event was um 21.59 of assault bike calories and you're in I think it was a three, so it was me, Kenneth, and, and Reggie. Sure. And I blew up. So l- the last <laughs> one, I full on, like, I've, I've never been such a hole. It was horrible. Really? Yeah, honestly, I had to, I had to get walked off, go in the medic, <laughs> me, medic tent. Oh, I'd, I yeah. heard the
0: story. I wasn't there to witness. So
1: ever person. since then, I've been like, right, I need to get better at sprints on this assault bike. Oh, okay. I don't want to ever feel like that yeah, again. Yeah. So it's those sort of things where I've got, uh, and I'll get, Um, it's almost like a little goal in my head. I'll be like, right, that's what I'm going to focus on. And then now I feel like I'm in a better place than I was before. And then it'd be good to kind of test that again and see where I'm at, where I'm at.
0: Which I'm sure in upcoming events, you will at some point experience it. I hope (laughs) so. To test the theory. Never know. (laughs) Well, on that note of like comp day mentality, what is your thought process? The night before, a few minutes before the event, during event, any kind of, Patterns you go through just to help yourself perform at that level?
1: Um, the night before, I would say, well, it's fairly standard, but just getting a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. making sure you get get sleep at a good time, so probably about nice. 9, 9.30, depending on what the time the event is. But, um, yeah, just making sure you're not too disturbed, nothing too out of the ordinary or out of the routine that you normally would. Go, up, go to bed at a normal time, and then... I try to not have the same breakfast, but have something that's pretty much the same yeah. than what I normally would. So, well, I fairly fairly recently I've kind of switched up, but prior it was just porridge with protein, banana, peanut butter, and some honey, potentially. Wicked. But now, w- it, it still is that, to be honest, but mm. some of the time I do mix it up with some... Um, some toast with peanut butter banana which is pretty much the same compliments but i just Sh- taken oats out and put toast in uh, but then I put eggs on top sometimes oh, yeah
0: you've gone a bit rogue here a little bit rogue I don't feel like you run this strategy by me but that's fine I'll, I'll, I'll allow it mm. um, any reason why you felt you just wanted to change or was it kind of like you associate the toast with like the comp or like
1: oh any no kind of nothing like that it was just um, well to be honest I had that at uni that was my that was my go to meal oh um, I
0: didn't know it was from your uni days. Yeah, so that, sense. that
1: was my breakfast at uni. It used to be bagel, peanut butter, uh, banana eggs. Oh, wow, okay. So, um, I quite, uh, so I'm comfortable with that. I know yeah. I can have that. So it's not like I've changed it up completely mm. to something different. It's more like I know I can have that. I quite like it as well. So it's quite a nice treat. Mm. Um, and in terms of comp day, I think is similar to what I was saying before, not anything out of the ordinary. You wouldn't suddenly change what you normally do just because it's comp day. Uh, warm up as you would for your training session. Just do do your thing. Try not to overthink it. Okay. Um, caffeine as well, yeah. which I've kind of made the mistake of before, trying to have, well, not trying to, but having quite a lot of caffeine throughout the day, especially if there's multiple events. Okay. I think, for me personally... I think my heart rate goes up quite high anyway because it's a comp and I'm quite, like, jacked up for it. Sure. So I don't think I need that much caffeine during the day. I think if I do, then I'm almost in, like, a a flight or flight state. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think for me, personally, I need to be a little bit calmer before I do things, whereas other people kind of need to be jacked up. Yeah. Um, No matter what it is, even if it's, like, a lift, I kind of generally have to be a little bit calmer going into it rather than kind of you don't be- prefer beat my being chest slapped sort of on the face like <laughs> no no okay. i think i think if i'm, I'm well I perform best if i'm on my own head yeah got my own space and just do do it in my own time rather okay. than kind of being um yeah like you said someone shouting in my face or slapping me up <laughs> Sure. yeah
0: do the boys know that at the gym well
1: <laughs> yeah no, well i think you can kind of pick up on it sometimes yeah. like even if I'm approaching a lift, mm. I'll be, I won't be—I will be looking around. I won't be shouting or anything. I'll be just in my own head. I'll be doing it, normal routine, as I would, and then just give it everything I've got. But
0: so I guess before, like, a, a PB or a, a max effort lift or anything, is there something specific that you'll do thought process-wise, like a narrative in your head, or will you literally just try to stay calm and just go through the rep- repetition of the movements? Like
1: um yeah I think it depends what it is i think uh deadlifts and squats i kind of it's fairly habitual so okay um i've got I've done it so many times that I don't have to think about the technique of it okay it's all about just this is heavy, I need to be able to lift this so it's uh when it's specifically like a deadlift yeah say if it's a PB lift, I'll probably be in my head saying this is gonna be the heaviest thing you've ever lifted. Oh. So you've got you've got to lift it. <laughs> <laughs> so you you got to give it some beans. So you're there um, telling
0: yourself, right, okay. Th- um, before I've even picked
1: it up, I'm going to be like, this is going to feel the, like the heaviest thing I've ever lifted. Right. So I, I I need to approach this like it's going to be the heaviest thing I've ever lifted. Do you understand what I mean? So does,
0: does that help you then just kind of have the expectation that you're not surprised by it when you're in it, if that makes yeah, sense? Yeah, it,
1: mean, it means that there's no other uh, outcome than me lifting it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas if i approach it thinking this is going to be heavy and i'm kind of like Ooh, mm-hmm. then that then there's the outcome that i could not lift it do you know what i mean no matter what happens you've always got to think that you're going to do it and what do you have to do in order to be able to do it and just think about those things and if you don't lift it that's just one of those things that you've you are me not strong enough at the time or you just might not have done the few things beforehand. That would have potentially pushed that needle forward
0: I guess if you do miss a lift or it doesn't uh, a session doesn't go your way what how does that make you feel or think in those situations or advice to people that are in that scenario
1: you you can either go there's two ways of going about anything really you can either be bogged down about you not performing the way you wanted to and kind of let that get to you and kind of be. Uh, annoyed Mm -hmm. which is fine you can be annoyed for a bit um or you can think about how or why that happened and what you can do to change that going forward so you can almost go two ways about anything that's literally about any scenario in life so i try and switch as quickly as i can to trying to think of a way to be better at that thing i didn't perform my best at
0: do you so you Sounds like you don't kind of ruminate a lot on like the negative aspects of it. You're quite objective in your thinking. Like you leave, I guess, a bit of the emotion in that moment, and then just like right, p- be proactive. Going, yeah, forward. yeah.
1: The, I think the only time I get annoyed or, um, uh, yeah, specifically annoyed about something would be if I know that I should have performed at a certain um, level. Do you understand what I mean? Say, okay. say if. Uh, um, Cristiano Ronaldo was going against some someone from maybe Watford, yeah. something like that. Cristiano Ronaldo should win, uh, no matter what it is. Okay. He should he should score the penalty or whatever whatever it is. It's just a weird scenario. But no, I'm no, se- so it. that's the only time I think I would be annoyed if I'm if I know and I've tried and tested and I know I should be at a certain level but I'm performing at a slightly lower level. Do you get what I mean?
0: Interesting. So I guess on that topic, is that in comparison to other people now that you're. I guess, obviously, in events and competitions, do you see other people's kind of scores? Do you see other people's Mm. efforts? Like,
1: I think you're always, I think you, yeah, you can't get by it. I think you're always going to be a bit like, a bit competitive with other people. But also, say, say if you um, uh, bring this back to like um, a 5K run, say if you've done a 5K run in 20 minutes before and then suddenly you do it in 20 minutes and 30 seconds that's when I'll be annoyed because it's specifically okay. you know you should be better than you have been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Whereas if um say someone beats me in a workout, no matter who it is, then you got just got to accept it. You got they obviously did something better than you. So you can e- <laughs> you can either you can either be annoyed at yourself or you can look at them and go, They've they actually went quicker than me. What did they do to be quicker than me? And why did that happen? And then yeah. trying, try and ask that person, maybe be asking them how they're training or what, what they did there or how they approached something. And then you can actually learn something rather than rather than be bogged down and kind of in your own little hole of being annoyed.
0: Do you have any examples? Of? Like the last time you had to go through that scenario of kind of...
1: Oh, loads of times. Like Bill, Bill beat me in the throwdown today. <laughs> Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's fine because because Bill Bill is good. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good athlete. is. Yeah. Um. So today, if I had to break it down, I think I, I think I was caught up and overtaken in the handstand walks. Okay. And the gymnastic movements, mm-hmm. and maybe the pacing of it. So I think that, well, very specific workout today, but either yeah. way, I think just just knowing that and now that, and I still do. Training with Bill is awesome because then I can gain on my weaknesses, and so can he. I think I think maybe his his cycling of the bar is I'm probably better at barbell cycling, whereas he's he's probably okay. better at gymnastics. Yeah. So we kind of complement each other. That's one example. So it's just being able to be accepting of where your strengths are and kind of make the most of it, rather than shutting people out or shutting situations down because you're emotionally annoyed about it
0: yeah i mean yeah? B- being part of the team like I um, obviously don't specifically train with you guys but seeing you all in the way that you support each other in your lifts and kind of get like bounce back off each other in terms of ideas or help seems like that's that's a really supportive
1: yeah place to be yeah so say if we're um, uh like we did the other day it was uh me and bill were training and we were doing a you go i go sort of uh, workout uh-huh. so it's five rounds I do one round and then he does a round, et cetera. Um, and we like supporting each other as we go through it because it's, it's, it's a tough workout. Or you can kind of just sit on the side and kind of wait for them to finish their thing. Yeah. And they might go a bit slower because they haven't had that motivation. Whereas I think about is if, if, if I push this, I'm talking about Bill quite a lot, but <laughs> if I push Bill or I can say Ollie or Charlie yeah. in their session, then they'll be in a better place. And they can push me to a better place. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of um, positive feedback.
0: No, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Next question. Mm, Pressure. Do you feel pressure? How do you feel you deal with pressure? Just as a subject.
1: Um, Yeah. Definitely feel pressure. I think everyone does. Mm -hmm. Uh, Depends what it is, to be honest. But I think if you prepare well for anything then you shouldn't feel as much pressure or um, how do I deal with it? I'd say I try and just calm myself down or just try and not zone out, but you kind of just try and think about yourself being the only one there because you're the only, anything that you do, all you control, sorry, is what you do. So if you can just be calm and kind of switch everything else off, Then that's the best and the most probably probably, um, best you're going to perform rather than letting everything else or the distractions get to you.
0: Sounds like you've done really well to kind of manage your sympathetic and like parasympathetic, like nervous state, I guess, through what you've had to do through through everything at your level.
1: I think it's just experiences. I think, um, uh, but it's not like I've got it right every time. It's more. I've been exposed to those things. So I've mm. got it wrong quite a lot of times <laughs> yeah? or it's kind of got to me a lot of times. Okay. So I've managed to kind of um, have that happen to me and then try and correct it for future times. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'd say that's probably quite valuable from the sport, etc., and then being put into Martian as well.
0: If you were to be any elite athlete outside of functional fitness, who would you be and why?
1: Ooh, that's a very good question. Um, uh, well, it definitely used to be Sonny Bill Williams. Sunny Bill Williams, you heard of him? Mm-hmm. So, if you're a rugby player, you definitely okay. heard of Sunny <laughs> Bill. Sure. Um, so he he uh played rugby league for New Zealand. Okay. He played rugby union for New Zealand, and now he's also a boxer. Ah. For New Zealand, but uh, yeah, he's very cool. I I rated him as an athlete and just. I thought it was wicked when I was growing up. I thought it was awesome. Um, I'd say there's a skier called Bodie Miller. He's retired now, but he was very cool. I just loved his attitude towards things. Okay. Similar to like a Usain Bolt. Uh, very casual about things. Uh-huh. Which I I think I kind of, I'm drawn to that. Are you? Right. Yeah. Because I think it's just, you can, you're just doing your thing. You can, you can do, you do you, and then if y- it's there's no pressure because you haven't put any pressure on you. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they're just not afraid to be themselves, I guess. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're kind of a, a free spirit, sort of. Sort of like Valentino Rossi, very cool. I yeah. rate him a lot. The people's champion. He's, he that's <laughs> that's the way I think about Valentino Rossi. Um, yeah, well, there's I mean multiple. The Rock
0: there. is the people's champion. The Rock, Max, yeah, so I don't get fair the, like, enough.
1: He's very cool as well. Yeah. I must say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, What career do you think you would have if you were not in functional fitness and being a coach as you are now?
1: Um, I can't see... I think I wouldn't do anything, like, office-based. Sure. Um, I think I'd be doing some sort of sport in some sort of capacity.
0: Any other subjects at school or, like, anything non-sport-related you could potentially... I
1: did, or... Or I could potentially do. No, um, well,
0: the, if you weren't in this career now, um, maybe have an interest.
1: That's very tough. Well, I used to, I did do graphics. Oh, okay. At sixth form. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Six form. <point. laughs> yeah. Six form. Yeah. And ICT as well, if you wanted <laughs> to know that. Um, so I think I quite like designing things. Okay. Um, quite. I think I do have an artistic side. I wouldn't say I'm good at art, but I'm quite good at kind of. Um, Sort of an imaginative, imaginative. Sorry, um, uh, kind of view on things. I think so. I, I quite enjoy like designing. That's I was going to say, cool. what
0: what form of expression do you have for that artistic side at this point?
1: Um, I definitely at the minute not much. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> done much, but I think uh, I so say before before I started here, yeah. Uh, when I was thinking about PTing or S.N.C., I quite enjoyed like designing my logo or my own oh, sort okay. of uh, like a brand. Um, I think design, yeah, design like a website. That was like one thing I did it at um, six one. Enjoyed that. Cool. Um, but I think always drawn to sport related things. I think being active, yeah, being back active was probably the main.
0: So graphic designer badge was hasn't quite panned out then. No, you can definitely link.
1: Like as in, there's definitely parts to it that can link, which is fine which would be cool potentially at some point
0: what three qualities do you think makes a high performance athlete
1: um, you, you can do the standard like diligence consistency which is true which is very true very consistent mm-hmm. uh, I'd say uh, you've got to kind of not kind of sorry but um, uh, be very hard working as in Know your weaknesses and then then consistently um, attack those okay. and and be motivated enough to do that in your own time. So it's it's more the out of hours things that make up for a very high performance athlete. Sure, I'd say um, if you wanted an example of like a, a fitness um, or like crossfitter, I'd say being the person that's that's in the gym on their own and kind of just going through mm-hmm. the stuff that they don't really want to do or or haven't, uh, that's not their favourite. Or it might be mobility, which I need to definitely do more. <laughs> of. But I think it's well. it's uh, the little things that aren't shown uh, behind the winner, the winning mm-hmm. like sort of medal. Uh, so consistency in that, the motivation to do that. And then I think you've got to be very good at managing your own lifestyle Mm -hmm. so i think you've either got to change your lifestyle you've got to manage it as best you you can um and and kind of utilize your time as much as possible so i think you can't really well you can waste time but it's not in your best interest to um i think that you're definitely you're missing a trick if you're not managing your time as best you can
0: okay so time management
1: yeah I, i think that's a huge thing because say if there's an hour that you, you've you kind of meandered around, you haven't really done much work, you haven't really done right. anything. Do you know what I mean? You haven't really eaten, you haven't re- kind of chilled out. There's a box that you haven't ticked, which you could have done. So it's, it's more no- knowing you've got some time or knowing that you won't have time and then working around that to make sure that you get the stuff you need to get done within that time. Okay yeah
0: well how do you how do you find balance between i guess rest and not trying to use like i think in social media is always a a, like a grind mentality towards making every second of your day as productive and efficient as possible Mm. how do you find a balance between i guess understanding rest and taking the opportunity to Kind of, I don't know. Watch a bit of Netflix or whatever. That's <laughs> what I mean. I, I feel personally attacked right now, but that's what I'm saying. It's wait, wait, my I'm Netflix gonna, watching. I'm
1: gonna swing around. So I, I think that should be part of your time.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you've got to account for that. So you got you got to almost think. I'm tired. I've trained twice today. I need yeah. to give myself a bit of rest. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure you you've you've done the right the right things in your day, so you can have that time to watch Netflix in the evening. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's definitely not something you, you take out of your time. Um you need to be be able to manage your day enough so you get that rest in and get that switch off and kind of get that time to socialise or or just chill out or okay. yeah, as you say, get some sleep or do whatever you want to do.
0: So we've got time management. Mm-hmm. What what are other two qualities?
1: Um, I think it's time management. We we had motivation. Motivation. And then I'd say, well, it's probably consistency. Consistency, yeah. But it could be diligence towards being motivated.
0: Motivated. Where, on the topic of motivation, how would you say you draw your motivation? I guess when potentially you may feel unmotivated or not want to kind of go through the motions of (coughs) what you know you need to work on in terms of, like, weaknesses. Like, what separates you from somebody else that doesn't take that as an option?
1: Oh, um, I say if you're umin, I, mean, I think one thing I kind of think about is if you're uminaring and and about doing something, yeah, you probably should do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then because because y- you know if you don't do it, you're gonna feel worse because okay. you didn't do it, and that, that's kind of a general rule, I think.
0: Sounds like you preemptively think. At, well, I guess this is your tip on time management, but to think ahead of, of like.
1: Yeah, I think scenarios, yeah, no matter what it is, if you're arming an iron arm, well, it could be an example, it could be literally anything, it could be taking the bins out. But, um, I think if you're thinking about it, if you're kind of not too sure if you want to do it or you should (laughs) like getting that extra session in or even um, rolling out a bit more, okay, or uh, yeah, go normally. For me, it was going to rugby training. Sometimes I'd be a bit like, "Ah, oh, I don't know if I can be asked, really because it was a bit, a little bit later in the evening mm-hmm. and I'm just a bit tired. But then I think, and, and I've done it before. That's what I mean. I made the mistake of not going. Okay, yeah. And then just feeling a bit shitty because I haven't. But then I do go and I really enjoy it and I feel a lot better from it. And then I, that's when I remind myself, look, next time you feel like you're, you're not really too sure about it, you probably mm-hmm. should go and do it. Nine times out of ten. Wise
0: words. Wise
1: words. Yeah.
0: So I guess people observing kind of your training in your life through social media, which is never anybody's preferable option to get to know somebody. What is it you wish people would maybe understand or know a little bit more about you instead of I guess not judging you but summarising from your, I don't know, fifteen minute workout reel or the odd mm. story of your oats on the mezzanine? Uh,
1: I think um, I think I probably need to just be a bit more interactive on my social media to encourage people to actually um, learn a bit more about me as a person rather than just seeing the workout, seeing the breakfast, seeing the the things that I post. So I think it's more my part to sh- to express that maybe a bit more. Potentially. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so they can see the side of, of me chatting to you right now. That sort of uh, yeah. just general interaction, the person i am and it's nice when we have like a like a game day yeah or or a ghost event like a um, national fitness games mm-hmm. and you meet the actual people that see you on the social media sure cuz then you you get to see and you get to actually chat to them and you can express yourself as you normally would and they'll see you for that person and then they'll they'll have that in- interpretation of you yeah on your social media and they'll understand why you've posted certain things or you, why you've done certain things uh so i think probably just being a bit more not active but expressive of what I'm doing or being a bit more vocal with what I'm doing might be quite nice just for some of the viewers just to to get a gist of how my life kind of runs and works.
0: I mean you're a busy guy. How is that a, like what are your barriers would you say to that? Is that just like a confidence thing or just time or
1: I don't I don't think it's time or or even confidence I think it's just um something I need to get around to. Yeah. Something that I haven't really addressed yet. Um, but I think not doing... Uh, another another thing as well is not doing everything all at once. Um, okay. So like you said about everyone filling their day, being very, very productive with their day. Yeah. If you have too many boxes to tick, then it's nine times out of ten, you're not going to tick all of them. Okay. And you're going to be frustrated because you haven't done all of them. So I think just having... Just doing... um manageable things within your day and not over stretching yourself realistic yeah just kind of making sure you do the things that you're focusing on in that day well and then if you get a little bit more done then that's a bonus if not then you can just carry on reset go again the next day um so i think being more active on my social media is probably one thing that i should address Mm -hmm. and i'll address it gradually as i go through rather than suddenly Posting loads of stories at once.
0: Well, your following has grown pretty dramatically, I guess, since, well, you've, you've been with us at the T. How does that feel to have, I guess, a lot of people's attention on you?
1: It was very cool. Uh, yeah, I was very, yeah, I loved it. I think it was, it was awesome to happen. I think um, it. I think it officially started when I just started posting more consistently. Yeah. It was, it was like a New Year's resolution, actually, me doing that. So oh, okay. um, I think it was two years ago on 1st of Jan. Right. So I was like, right, I work out pretty much most days. <laughs> it is my job. Like every day, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I might as well. Document. Yeah, send me a video of it, kind of picture it, just post it up, just so it's something people have and they can see it, they can use it if they want to, mm-hmm. don't have to. And then I think you uh, in that first stage of um, when it happened, you get the people that know you very well and they're like, Oh, you've posted again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Agree. But I think uh, you just gotta get through that barrier. And then it's very is really satisfying seeing people actually use the workouts. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. always really cool. Like the actual thing that you've you've put up and someone else has seen that and then they've gone and done it. Mm. Like it's actually made a difference within their day and they've learned something new. They've tried a new workout and yeah, it's, ma- it's really satisfying. So I think I'd started doing, um, I think it was little body weight finishes I did during lockdown. Okay. I did a few of those and quite a lot of people started doing those. That was cool to see, like people would repost it, yeah. etc. So I think from then on it was like, right, I'd, I want to show people what workouts I do because it's. Literally, I'm missing a trick if I don't post a workout that I'm, that I'm doing anyway. Yeah. So it's nice to just get people to try it out. And then also you get the feedback from other people that might be, it's just networking as well. Yeah. And then also tips and tricks from people, uh, meeting new people. It's, yeah, it was really beneficial.
0: It's really amazing kind of source of connection, even though there's a lot of negativity on social media in equal measures. mm um,
1: I think it's the way you use it. I yeah. think you can either be uh, putting sort of like a persona on mm-hmm. and then suddenly you feel like you have to be that person. Yeah. Or you can just literally put what you do and it doesn't have to be anything out of the ordinary. Similar to like your nutrition. You're, you're very interested in it. That's your yeah. area. So you're posting about your area. You're posting about things that you're already thinking about and people are gaining knowledge from what you're expressing, mm. and so that's like a cycle. You're you're feeding into people that are interested in what you're doing, and then you're getting satisfaction out of that. So you carry on feeding that good information. Well, it's the same same with mine. I don't want to post anything that I don't want to post. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna put anything that I haven't done, or or I'm not gonna um, say that I did a lift when. When I clearly didn't, but there's, there's, <laughs> sure. there's things like that. It's, be, it's being genuine and then trying, and, and then you get general feedback, yeah. or people, hopefully, people relate to it.
0: No, oh, I like it. Any advice for your 16 year old self, or I guess not 16 specifically, just a younger version of you?
1: 16 um, year old self. I think you, you've got to kind of look, throw yourself into things, I think. Uh, quite, which I think the good things come out of the times when you're when you're feeling pretty vulnerable or kind of just, up, like, uh, pretty anxious about something. Mm-hmm. So it might be um, when I was 16. Like I was saying, I, I really didn't like public speaking. Yeah. Which is, which still sometimes gets to me, but I think it's more like, um, yeah, I'd have to just put myself in that situation. Worst is going to happen. I'll kind of close up a bit and I'll get a bit embarrassed and that'll be it. Do you know what I mean? But I've learned something. You get what I'm saying? So I think if you, you can either shy away from something and not learn anything, probably get more anxious about it the next time it comes around. True. Or you can put yourself into it, see what happens. Worst is going to happen, you might might make a bit of a tip of yourself. But then (laughs) you slowly develop a bit more confidence in whatever that is and then it's not a problem. Then it's not a thing anymore
0: guess uh, my fear of box jumps I feel <laughs> yeah. I feel triggered <laughs> 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 you know yeah Literally
1: <laughs> you, can, you can yeah you can either not b- jump in the box and then you're in the same place you were before mm-hmm. or you can try it out Worst can happen you're going to fall over and you'll see that it's not too bad
0: well I guess to end what would your advice be to somebody who's relatively new to the fitness industry or kind of just the gym setting and kind of the workouts and <coughs> seeing kind of the the training and the programming that you guys do and feeling slightly intimidated by that what kind of advice would you have for somebody
1: um uh, i think you you've just got um kind of shut out the intimidation side of things obviously very tough very tough to do that you can't really say to someone don't be intimidated because it's not cause sure you, it's, <laughs> yeah it goes against <laughs> everything natural that you it's going on in your head but um I'd say you've got to just throw yourself into it like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Try and network where you can if you're trying to get into the industry. Sure. And take anything on. So if if you gay if you do a few shadowing sessions with, with someone, uh, it's gonna be beneficial. You're getting a that learning experience. And even if they're not a good coach, you're getting experience of someone not coaching well or you're seeing what they need to do better. And then you can nice. take that home. And then develop yourself. It's there's all uh, no matter what experience you get, you can you can even learn from it. Yeah, sense. you can make the most of it. Uh, so I'd say getting experience is definitely a very good thing if you want to specifically get into coaching, and then getting into the industry, no matter what uh, area of the industry, you just have to put yourself out there a little bit, try and um, be diligent in getting getting where you want to go.
0: I like it, I like it. Yeah. Well, that is all the questions I have for you. Is there any questions you feel I should have asked you or
1: to end Um, on? No, no, I think that's all good. Thanks. That's fine.
0: Good. Well, thank you very much for sharing this time. Um, I learned a lot about you and hopefully uh, anybody listening to this on the course will too.
1: There you go. No worries. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye.